Agents of ICS is a Monster of the Week horror podcast meant for mature audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello, hello, and welcome back, everyone. Please take a seat and enjoy a little fun thing we have prepared for you. Hello, everybody. Hello. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Excellent. You don't have to. It's perfectly fine. Are you sure? Wife isn't doing it either. Is it so. perfectly fine? Yes, for now. Disappointments a lot of you. Un until we have the musical episode, it's fine. Ah, uh, yes, episode 27. Can't wait. Exactly. Alrighty. So, our last scene was effectively Carson, currently alone, but allies are in the van behind us, uh, swinging back with the insect cleaning services. We're doing a double check on the Danes. Is it Danes or Daneses? Danes sounds better. Like, multiple. It should be Danes. It's, well, you take the last name and have to add the S technically, but... Yeah, there already is. I hate names with an S in the end, because sometimes, sometimes you add an extra the little thing and sometimes you so, don't. Yeah, it does have to be Daneses. Oh, I hate yeah, that sounds! The, you have to add the estrophe. Yeah. That's true. Oh, yeah, already, I guess that makes because sense. Because there's already an S, you can't add another S, so it's a Daneses estrophe. Yeah. I hate saying, it! <laughs> here's my fix. The Danes family. Problem solved. <laughs> But the yes, exactly. Anyway, love it. Before we fall down that rabbit hole, you're speaking with Marissa and uh, she seems somewhat disturbed. But prior to that, Carson, you said you had a an audio recording prepared for us. It's just a voice memo to himself. Um, I guess I just start. This is yeah. so weird. Who uh, does this? We do. We, we oh, does no. this. We're <laughs> do so much better. Um, uh, you're great. All right. Voice memo, date redacted, case number redacted. Item one, creepy kid number two that doxed Etta is on probation. Probation officer should be assigned for a short period of time until he's cleared. Follow up on Monday. Item two, discovered Kaiba has a witch girlfriend. The world of magic is a small one. Find out if Sophie knows her, just for kid. Item number three, find out if Sophie still likes that vegan place on Main Street. Item number four, find out if Sophie is free next Friday at 6 p.m. Item number five, find out if Sophie... Ugh, Carson, you're going off track. Item number five, investigate further on how the red reel functions. The paradox of viewing one's own death before the event occurs, being the catalyst that eventually results in the viewer's death, is something I'm just not smart enough to wrap my head around. Item number six, file taxes with Lila. Item number seven... Get a good night's sleep for once in your life. And voice memo. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> so, uh, we're rewinding a wee bit to the morning. Would this be after you got the call from ICS, Margo? I suppose so. This could kind of fit in a couple different days. Sure. Well, you tell me and start when you're ready. I don't really care where it fits, honestly. All right. We can say this uh, essentially happened. Wait, right I got to sneeze. Sure. <laughs> Bless you. I could have just muted that. Why didn't I mute it? Oh, it sounded cute. I, I was going to say. All good. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> I don't know why. I, like, I've, I'm sitting right here next to the mouth. I don't know. Sorry about that. All good. All right. It, it was a very important sneeze. In, in my defense, I think maybe my brain was just overwhelmed with the fact that I was about to sneeze, that I had no thoughts whatsoever. <laughs> Your Honor. Maybe it was in character. Maybe that was Your Honor, please. <laughs> Yeah, it's in it's in character. Exactly. 
Uh, alrighty, so Margo, we'll say this occurred right after you were resting quite well, actually. You had already turned in the tape, and ICS calls you nice and early in the morning to wake you up to let you know that, hey, something's wrong, you're not done. And? Crack. The mirror splintered, cracks spiderwebbing outward from the point of impact. Oops. I gave my bloody knuckles a hard glare. This was your fault. That was a big mirror. It wasn't going to be cheap to replace. Hesitantly, I returned my attention to the shattered mirror, my face now reflecting across dozens of different sized planes. Actually, this was the face lane monstrosity's fault. I hadn't once wasted a single thought on what other people thought about my face before this case. Eagle and Maverick rambled to me about how much he learned about makeup while trying to shop for a birthday gift for his girlfriend. Not once did it occur to me that the information might be useful. And then Kaiba had shown up and suddenly faces held an entirely different meaning. Everyone could tell Maverick and I were twins at a quick glance. Kaiba didn't look exactly like us, but his face had enough of Maverick in it that it was weird. BFF whined, forcing my attention down toward my feet. I scooped her up and muttered that everything was fine, forcing myself to believe the words. She looked my face, happily slopping all over it. BFF didn't care about what my face looked like, so why should I? It wasn't like I wanted to attract some companionship that would judge me based on things like my face. Plus, it wouldn't matter how much they liked my face if they couldn't handle my personality. And Maverick knew it. That's why he'd gotten me a dog. Non-judgmental, loyal, adorable. Me and BFF forever, until death do us part. Mmm, wait. Chances were good BFF was going to outlive me. Who was going to take care of her when that happened? Maverick would, but what if something happened to him? Would Kaiba? Did he even like dogs? Could I ask that of the brother I had only just met? <sighs> I set BFF down on the floor and turned the water back on to rinse my hand. Maybe... Maybe it was time I tried getting a friend or two. Anna had had friends, hadn't she? One of the greatest hunters of all time hadn't been alone. Anna had had friends to help her fight and friends to remember her name and pass her stories to the generations. It was a concept that was easier to forget about in our line of work. Team members you could trust to have your back in a fight was one thing, but people who would legitimately mourn your loss when you were gone. Friends you could reach out to for mundane things, like makeup tips. That was something entirely different. Meanwhile, across the way in a town whose houses were built facing a specific direction, I knew my sister. She didn't look forward to very many things outside polishing her sword and cleaning her rifle. Oh, and BFF now too. <laughs> Which is why, when she requested that I adopt a couple dozen puppies with intent to donate them all to the town of Galva Hills, I did it without a second thought. Margaret seemed happy to share her newfound love with others, which is also why I was standing here in the middle of nowhere, surrounded by yipping puppies, feeling both disappointed and irritated. It wasn't uncommon to find scraps of other cases mixed in with the main case you were working, but Margot had somehow found herself in the midst of that very phenomenon not once, but twice in a row, and therefore hadn't had time to do this herself. My girlfriend Rose Chang touched my arm and pointed to the next set of individuals, and I launched into my cheerful sales pitch. Man's best friend, cute, affectionate, loves children, will protect your home and yard from potential invaders such as that pesky fox stealing your chickens or that pesky rabbit eating your cabbages. The best part? Already potty trained. <laughs> That's right. Rose and I spent the past week potty training them all. Every single one. I had been procrastinating on buying new carpets. I had no reason to procrastinate anymore. <sighs> well, at least Mario would appreciate how receptive these people appeared to be. Even if the adults were hesitant to approach, the children couldn't resist. I was pretty confident I wouldn't have a single puppy left. And thanks, Rose, I was going to have a whole roll of pictures full of happy owners and even happier puppies to give to Margo. Puppies for everyone. The good ending. Puppies. It took me an hour and a half to write, by the way. <laughs> I love that for you. You did a fantastic job. Good job. I think that's good. Alrighty. So, Margo, kind of uh, holding that close to your chest. 
Maverick clearly having a, I say a much better time, but puppy training, what was that, a dozen puppies? A couple dozen. That's a lot of poop, so I don't know if that's a great time. Maybe he loves animals. <laughs> uh, I think he probably had a great time. That's fair, that's fair. Plus, it was good success for his uh, excuse for his girlfriend to come over. This is very true. You know, I'm trying to remember, was Rose the one that stabbed you or was that the other one? Um, didn't I she hold a remember. gun to my face? No, she pulled your knife out and stabbed you right between your armor. Then yeah, it was probably her. Okay, I just I just I just remember I had to punch her because she was possessed. Yeah, yeah, she was. Okay, I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to recall which one stabbed you. Regardless, everything's clearly doing great now. What a meat cute, right? <laughs> I know, right? Alrighty, cute meat aside, Carson, we flash back to reality, and you see Marissa, as I mentioned, looking uh less than her normal cheery self. But upon seeing you, she chippers up just a wee bit. Uh, but you see her sort of absentmindedly go to scratch at her neck as she is effectively saying, oh, to your statement regarding maybe there's bugs. Maybe there's bugs. So upon seeing this, Carson, what do you do? Reminder, she is currently alone. I would like to try putting her at ease. But I mean, we have to get back in the house, right? Yeah. What angle are we going for? Is Carson showing that he is worried or is it just like, hey, we just need to double check second sweep? Can I do a happy medium somewhere in there? Definitely. Yeah. If you want to invite your allies in, that's definitely a possibility. Uh, but you're not entirely sure how long she's expecting you guys to be doing this. It is reasonably early, so you'll have time to do what you will. But her uh, offness isn't caused by you at least you can well i'm gonna say like oh like we need to you know get in, you know invest not investigate but you know work on inside your house again and and then when we've started that maybe i'll be like hey are you okay is this a bad time sure so after you say all that she lets you know that if you need to invite the team in you very much can uh, would you motion to Kaiba and Marga to, as if to say, you know, y'all can come on? Yeah. So she sees the two of you get out of the car. Marissa waves to your, your full group now and takes a step back, now fully opening the door and uh, gives you a nod as if to say, yeah, you can go ahead and come on in. And she's seeming to straight, straighten up a bit now. Uh, not quite as rattled, I guess. And the three of you enter. The home seems essentially the same as it was left. She runs a clean ship. And uh, how's she doing? Better now. I would say, as she just looks at the three of you and says, so, uh, what sort of bugs do you think that we're, um, finding? We were clean last uh, time, yes? E yeah, it was actually clean. Well, the uh. problem isn't in this house specifically, but it can very quickly, uh, migrate. So we need to put in some, uh, precautions, basically. Unfortunately, oh. invasive species, um tend to multiply very quickly. Um, so we need to take some proper precautions, as, as my colleague says. Of course, of course. Uh, I'm sure you'll all run as you need to. I will need to keep an eye on your group. If you leave anything behind or need to spray anything, please let me know ahead of time. Uh, Emmanuel isn't necessarily angry with you all, but he requested if anyone comes in, I keep a closer eye on you. And, well, just to prevent uh, mistakes. And she smiles at Margo. Of course. I whistle dumbly. She kind of laughs at that. Is it because you're dumb? I'm just kidding. I mean, I guess she is. 
Is Margot kind of dumb? I did not excel in school, but I wouldn't say I'm dumb. I don't think, uh, not to get into the whole uh, <laughs> different forms of intelligence oriented. things, but I don't think you're dumb. Uh, and with, with that, how do you guys want to go around? You, you said you want to ask how Marissa was doing specifically. Um, yeah, like in a kind of way where it's like I'm doing my thing and then I kind of notice that she's a little off and I just want to like check in, you know. Would you like to ask Kyra for advice and get a plus one on going? Yes. Would love to ask for advice. All right. Me and Margot will go around doing our thing. You can help her, you know, do your thing. Sounds good. And that's my advice. Go. <laughs> Done. Um, so we'll say... I mean, with... she was the one that was on the red reel, right? Very much so, yes. So yeah. I would say, Carson, you're double checking to see how she is. I'll let you roll and investigate for this one to kind of get a full on vibe. You're not just looking at her. You're also looking at the house. And then, of course, add a plus one to that. Oh, perfect. Oh. Ten. Nice. Nice. So looking at all that, what do you specifically want to know with a ten? You have access to her and the home and she's very chill and relaxed as of currently. Is there anything different about the house right now since we've gone there last? As you're all looking around, I would say upon first blush, no. Everything seems to be exactly the same. But upon we're good investigators. Precisely. <laughs> so upon closer inspection, you find that there are maybe things in the home that were moved somewhat recently, uh, in the sense that you guys are all seeing this, actually. It looks as if Marissa has been cleaning, but maybe a bit too much. You actually see she left out some cleaning materials, um, you don't really get the feeling that they, uh, you know, let dust compile on their anything, really. But you can see that she's taken some things off the table, maybe forgot to put like one or two bases back. Uh, you notice that uh, in the kitchen, she, at least in one portion, took everything out of a drawer and line, like lined them all up like she's organizing them. You're not really sure what the point of this is, but she sees you see that and kind of laughs just by saying, oh, you know, I'm just doing a deep clean. You know, you know how it is. I ask her if it has anything to, to do with the bug stuff or is she worried about another type of bugs getting her, in? Or? Yeah, her eyes light up at that and she says, oh, you know what? Yes, there's a possibility if you saw something or didn't see something, I could help. So if I can move in, do my thing. If I find something, I'll let you all know. I mean, I have your number after all. Perfect. That's, we really appreciate that. Yeah, she just help, smiles. Help, uh, nods along. Help me help you. So she's been cleaning. Does she? I guess I'll say, have you? Is there anything weird that you've seen in the area, or is it pretty clean to you? Honestly, she just kind of like laughs it off and just lets you know that no, I've, I've not seen anything just yet. But I'm not a professional, so this is a good excuse to clean the house effectively. I would like to call down. Did you get any heebie-jeebies? Like bugs are crawling around. Any heebie? I laugh and I and I turn to to her and I'm like, well, any heebie-jeebies. And she pauses for a moment, thinking, says, oh, I did, I did get the feeling the other day, like a little bug was crawling on my arm or a spider or something, but that was probably a stray hair. You know how it is. I uh, am. Yeah. The sensations are kind of weird like that. You know, oh, man, I hate that feeling. I do hate that feeling. Uh, but just in case, uh, what room were you in? Uh, thinking, she kind of looks around a bit and uh, her eyes 
kind of glaze past the living room and she quickly moves past that one. She goes, um, I think it was near the stairs, near the hallways, I think. The way that she says that, do I get the feeling like it might actually be in the living room that she was feeling that? As she was looking around, her eyes rested in the living room for a moment and then jumped off of it. Like uncomfortably. She started it for too long, yeah. On the red reel, was she sitting on a couch? Yes. Was that the one that was in the living room? Most definitely, yes. Is it reasonable to assume that she's lying to me? Judging by her general positioning and the way that she's answering, you can tell that physically she's calmed down a bit. But yeah, she is definitely withholding something from you. Um, In fact, every time you suggest something, she seems maybe a little too eager to jump onto that to be the answer. Okay. So specifically, why were you cleaning? Bugs? Precisely. As if she didn't have an answer prepared for you. So I have Grifter that says, when you're about to manipulate someone, you can ask the keeper, what will convince the person to do what I want? Is there any way I can use that to convince them to tell me? Yeah, normally you use that before the roll, but perfectly fine. What precisely do you want to know from her? I guess... I know that she's withholding something. I want to know if there's anything I can do that would make her tell me that would offer that, that to make her offer that information instead of prying. Definitely. So are are you trying to get her to talk about the like red reel specifically? Are you trying to get her to talk about the experience? Like what, what do you want her to slip? Maybe the red reel. Okay. Although maybe it would be more useful to, to hear the experience. I agree, because if she's afraid of something, I think she'll be easier to work with. So is there anything I can do to make her tell me about that experience? So since you have another question, we can use that question just for that in particular. You very much get the feeling that she's trying to avoid the living room for whatever reason. You notice that while things are indeed clean, it looks like she started there and just didn't finish for, you know, who knows why, honestly. Mm hmm. Uh, This would lead, and because, you know, you're cleaners and such, you effectively, as long as she's watching you, you can go wherever you'd like in the home. So you get a feeling that bringing her to the living room would benefit you, whether you're checking for bugs, you're physically bringing her there and say, hey, you know, can you look at this for me real quick? Uh, Basically leading her could definitely assist you. Okay, I'll go ahead and I'll head into the living room anyway then, even though she said it was from a different room. Okay. She uh she follows you over here, and the living room is, is quite large. Uh, this area leads to many, you know, locations throughout the whole house. Uh, there's a back door that goes into the backyard, so realistically, it makes sense that bugs could indeed congregate here. It's also close to the kitchen, so, you know, people eat here. Not too hard to figure that out. Mm-hmm. And as you move in, she was very willing to follow you effectively everywhere. It's just sort of chit-chatting about this, that, and the other. Nothing too important, answering your various questions. And upon entering the living room, she does follow you. But before getting too close to the couch where she can sit down proper, she does indeed pause. And you notice she just continues answering from, you know, one feet, two feet, three feet away as you continue walking. And she does not continue to follow. All right. If she doesn't continue to follow, I'd be like, hey, are you okay? Is there something wrong? Oh, no, no. No, no. Um, Why why would you ask? You seem a little nervous. I just don't want to, you know make you you know push you to do anything you don't want to do but you seem like you're really avoiding this room is there something did you see something in here she looks around the room 
as if to immediately notice that, oh, God, I stopped walking. What the hell? Like, and she kind of sees you like, why are you so far away from me? And looking about when you say, did you see something? There's a very clear pause and her breathing picks up for a moment. She kind of goes thousand yard stare looking uh, at the floor. And, you know, she's not looking at anything in particular. She's just staring and her hands are kind of out as if she was using them to articulate what she was trying to convey to you. And then she kind of snaps out of it and scratches the back of her hand and goes, oh, it maybe I was seeing some bugs here, too. Um, the, the um, mm, what's the largest bug you've seen? The largest bug I've seen ever or like the, of this kind? She just nods twice. I don't know. Big as my hand. Yeah, hand size. <laughs> you're not. You're not. Uh, have you ever seen anything larger? Or maybe there's a phenomenon that makes it look larger out of the corner of your eye, maybe? Um, yeah, sometimes human perception works like that. Interesting, interesting. Um, like, like, like a spider or something that would hang from the ceiling? Like that? Uh, did you oh, see something hanging from the ceiling? She's trying to find the words to accurately describe what she's trying to say. And you're very much getting the feeling, Carson, that the reason she isn't is because she doesn't want to sound, well, like she's crazy, obviously. So she's trying to find, like, what is a logical way to convey this information to you? And she's tapping her lip. She takes a step back and leans on the couch. And she's clearly thinking and puts a finger up as if to say, give, give me a moment. I'm not, I'm not entirely sure how to say. Like, huh. Well, maybe it was a bird or a reflection in a window. Like a shadow, right? The, um, the, 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 the bug. <laughs> that I might have seen it was a little too large and it ran quickly but bugs are quick right yeah they are uh could you describe it to me a little bit more uh, upon asking this she her her very uh soft nature how she's moving with her hands and such becomes more rigid and she uh crosses her fingers into themselves uh, palms facing in and she begins to kind of I guess I squeeze her own hands for comfort and she's thinking and says, um, I can't. That's the weird thing. I, I, I can't find what it looked like. A shadow, I guess. Which is why maybe it's a bird just, just flying by the window. I mean, it wasn't in the house. I didn't see anything. If it was that large, then it would still be in the house, correct? Uh, pretty likely, yeah. You also notice that um, she's breathing a little heavier as well. Hmm. Ooh. So she saw something. Yes, you asked her to describe it, and she's very clearly not stonewalling you. You're legit not sure, vibe-wise, if she actually knows what she saw, or if she's legitimately not wanting to remember. It's difficult to tell. I have a only slightly unrelated question. Yes. How do we protect someone who's been infected by the Red Reel? Unfortunately, this is not something you know. ICS is aware of how the other ones work, but unfortunately, those are after the case. So we don't really know how they work. In more of a sense of, this is what they are, shrug, with the blank so, ones. So, everyone who's coming to Content 1 that has died, we haven't saved a single person? So the normal red reels, they're already dead. So there's no chance to save them. With a blank red reel, we've been trying to get our hands on one, and we've never been able to. Especially one that's in the process of being used. Anytime they would find one, it's either already been used, thereby falling into the first or second category, or just nothing. I could potentially use magic to like ward it, but I would need to spend every single day here, basically. And that's a no-no. Yeah. And of course, not fail my role and explode or something. Indeed. 
while you're sort of thinking to yourself, uh, Carson, you know, she goes to scratch at her neck again, but this time she realizes that she does it. And when she pulls her hand away, she kind of stuffs her hand in her pocket and says, do you deal with bug bites or just removing the bugs? Uh, we deal with bug bites, too. Are you good at recognizing what they are on first sight? Or do you have a book? Or... Um, so we're pretty well trained. Um, if you want to show me a bite, I can take a look at it. Sure. I, I get the feeling that the, um, the spider thing, maybe my neck's been itching just, just a little. And I think it might have bit me in the back of the neck. I'm not 100% sure. I, I tend to wear my hair down, so I'm not really sure how it got in there. I was extra sure to comb my hair you know, after. Mm-hmm. And this morning, so there's something in my hair. I didn't see any eggs. Uh, but I'm not really sure I recognize the, well, she kind of goes to scoop her hair. And uh, she's still like a good three, four feet away from you. She hasn't entered the living room still. Uh, well, I'm going to come, I'm going to come closer to her so we're not in the living room. Uh, As you do that, she pulls her hair up and turns around so that you can see the back of her neck. And you see at least a six to seven inch uh, scrape, like a a thin knife that didn't break every layer of skin, but got deep enough to definitely draw blood. Have you ever been scratched by a rat or any like small rodents? No. Uh, Yeah. Okay. When when you're scratched by a smaller animal, its claws aren't necessarily... Not always, but sometimes they aren't like sharp enough to really break the skin. And instead, your skin just puffs up. Have you ever seen that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Al- also works with allergic reactions. Yeah. Uh, I would know this because my friend threw a rat at me once. Yay. Thanks, bud. <laughs> How kind. I know. He was like, you're a horse. And just threw the rat at me. Thanks, man. So there's one scratch that clearly broke the skin, but it has slightly uh, scabbed over. The other scratches that you can see are not in the same line as this one. They're going in different directions, maybe not quite as long. So there's several. There are several scratches in the back of her neck that seem to be puffed up, and they look angry. Her skin is red, puffy. It doesn't look like it's full of pus or anything, but it very much looks like something struck the back of her neck. Um, oh God, that is looking iffy. Um, I asked to take a picture of it. She pauses for a moment, that nods, as, as if to say, yeah, sure, sure, that's, you know, just a bug bite. That is not just a bug. I assume you haven't had your husband look at it. He, of course, looked at it. Uh, Emmanuel is not really entirely sure what it is. He actually recommended I maybe call you all again. So it's perfect that you showed up. Uh, What were you doing when you got the scratch? Oh, you know, just moving around the house, cleaning, cooking. Um, Nothing at night in terms of what time it was. Oh, I can't precisely say I remember. I, I was watching something and... You know, just something out of the corner of my eye. And I whipped around really quick and then suddenly just uh, it bit me. It just got me right in the back of the neck. And it uh, it uh, burned up. Felt real, real awful. So I threw some water on it. I tried to clean it. I, I don't feel anything seeping out. Um, it's warm, but I don't think I'm infected. Uh, it's hard to sleep, of course, in the back of my neck. But. Mm, well, that does not look good. So is it possible the fact that she saw something with the corner of her eye, the reason why she's still alive? That's a thought. I mean, do these people see it coming or no? And it might just be the first stage of the, the reel, basically. Or this is literally an SCP. Do mm-hmm. previous victims of Red Wheels, did they seem odd right before they died or did they just suddenly die? I mean, I think it's similar to the ring, right? Where they uh, get like the paranoia and after a certain time they die. Right. So there's two. Yeah. 
one set are effectively snuff tapes. I don't think I need to elaborate on that. The other one is more of a long stocking that turns into hysteria, which turns into a murder. Oh. Now, that one's not necessarily perfectly aligned with this, but as we're aware, there are many different types, so we don't want to rule anything out. And I say this is obviously that you know this. Like, we don't know if the murder is or comes from the tape itself or if it's like a manifestation or something, right? Yeah, that they're not sure on. Oh, well, I mean, is there anything we can do for her? I mean, I can take a look around the house and see if there's some kind of, I don't know, magical interference or something. As you're sort of looking about, you find, effectively, nothing on the first floor. Not, nothing that gives you, uh, I guess, odd vibes. Um, if anything, you get the feeling as if it's coming from the first floor, where she's currently conversing with Carson. And uh, doubly so, if anything, the room that she's currently refusing to go into, or I guess the section of the home, the living room, just feels off. While you were there, Carson, you, you sort of felt it as well when she mentioned, you know, oh, something out of the corner of my eye. For the briefest of moments, you felt eyes on you. But were you to look Ooh. in that direction, there would, of course, be nothing there. Yucky. I don't like that. Hmm, you know what? I think you should stay out of the living room for now. Oh, why is that? Um, I mean, you know, you did get a a, a bug bite of a sort. You know, uh, maybe allergic for the pheromones or something. Yeah, you might be. It looks like you might be having an allergic reaction. Uh, hmm. so it's better to just stay out of uh, the general area, and and we'll see if we can get it fixed for you in the meantime. Okay, that would work perfectly fine. I'm just still in the middle of cleaning and uh, messing with uh, with other things, so it doesn't bother me any. Will you need to stay here to set up anything, or do you need to report back to your, your boss, or how does this work? Um, uh, well, we aren't exactly sure what subspecies it is, so we need to look into it deeper, sadly. Yeah. So best we can do is do some precautions, like... Uh, Above board, uh, would I know of any like remedial house stuff that can like ward off spirits or something? Like sprinkle some salt around. Yeah, a lot of the old myths do indeed work, especially when done with intention and with knowledge that what you're doing actually does indeed work. A lot of the times, belief is really all you need to make something work. In of that course, case, can I uh, bug spray the house, quote unquote? With the intent of warding off spirits or something, or like evil things for like a period of time at least. The entire perimeter or? Just the, the room basically where she had the weird thing. It'll be, of course, one downside to this is whatever sign behind that you leave, salt, whatever, is of course uh, relatively obvious. Yeah. So it's a little weird that it's in the middle of their home, of course. Uh, yeah. But whatever method you choose, of course, won't be just throwing salt everywhere because I'm sure she wouldn't say no. okay to that. Yeah, they got carpet and such. So that wouldn't be great. Yeah, I'm trying to think what would make the most sense in this case. But we can say that there's like a, you know, we have bug traps or something, and they're basically just wards, and you can set up enough around the perimeter yeah. that she won't question them. She'll think they're bug traps. And maybe burn some incense. Yep. Indeed, they hate the smell, which some bugs do indeed hate certain smells for whatever reason. Yeah. So she, she sort of nods along to all this. I'm and I'm sure I can get my hands or something like that. Yeah. Uh, as she's agreeing with you guys to say, oh, that makes sense, that makes sense, as she moves away from the living room, uh, Carson and Kaiba, as the two of you are in there, the this this odd presence that it's it's 
there, but it's not. It's uh, on the tip of your tongue is not the way to describe this. But the further she moves away, the less you feel that presence. As the she moes less back, I... Yeah, as she moves back Does to the, the kitchen. Does the presence follow her around, or is it just more intense when she's closer? Since Carson, you would have felt it when she approached the living room. It felt stronger since you entered first. When she moved away, it felt as if it went away. Not as if it followed her, but as if the pressure in this room has subsided. And it's only when she gets close, right? Correct. That is strange. Well, we might be able to use your allergies, quote-unquote, as a means to find where the the bugs are, if they are. They might be investing, I don't know, a piece of furniture or something. Oh, that's not great at all. The the uh, thing I saw, though, I, I swear it was well, <laughs> big enough that we'd see it fairly easily. Where could it possibly be hiding? Honestly, you would be surprised. Mm. I feel like in that sense, I'd prefer not to know. No, it probably, it's probably for the best. Like, you know, the saying that uh, whenever you're standing somewhere and there's at least a dozen bugs within a five feet square around you. She nods along. Yeah, that isn't exactly wrong inside of a house either. Unless you very thoroughly clean. I thought I was, but apparently not. No offense to me, of course. They are quite small. No, they're, they're hardy bastards, honestly. And that, and they do sneak into walls and such, and I can't exactly clean in there. No. Or inside of, uh, he points at, like, do they have, like, a DVD player or a TV or something? Oh, oh yeah, definitely. Huge, yeah. huge screen. Or in there. Oh, but that one, she's like, oh, okay. Pl- plenty of open, open room inside those, honestly. Yeah, she seems very distraught there'd be bugs inside of her television. Well, that's how it is. Uh, so letting her know all of this, besides setting up these wards that you're kind of doing as you're speaking with her, uh, what's your guys' intent moving forward? Uh, she's, she's still kind of cleaning, staying relatively close by, just mainly because she's curious watching you all. No. Uh, I guess I... we want to know if it's actually the room that's the issue, or like uh, something in the room. What was the question, Margo? Can I use my Ingustini with my sect to see if they'll give me something that might draw out this critter? Like, maybe it could, I don't know, pretend to be her and draw it out into the open. Some sort of magical item. I mean, we do have a mask, right? I'm not say. sure if that's uh, just purely physical or, like... Yeah, I mean, that's assuming, it, that's assuming if it's if it's only a chocolate to her face. Yeah. I, I'm, oh, I'm... no, back to faces. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, unfortunately, the thing that you asked for, you do have, but there is something else that they could supply you if you want to roll for that. You, do, you have a feeling the face might work, but it's up to you. I like how you literally described the item I just gave you. Wait, wait no. <laughs> I'm not putting it on. That's fine. Uh, I'm not doing it. Uh, so how are we going to uh, excuse a lookalike in her living room? Uh, let's do some toxic fumigating. Minor toxic fumigating. You know, I'll even right, put sure. on a mask above my mask so she doesn't notice the fact that my face looks just like hers. Okay, uh, so this obviously will require a roll because this is far more extreme than she was ex- uh-huh, expecting yes. of you guys. Uh, do you want to go that route or do you want to roll Margot? Well, both obviously require well, a roll. Do I want to roll what? I'm letting you know that there probably is an item that could also accomplish what you're trying to without using the mask, but they will both effectively come to the same conclusion. Yes, this is a red reel. I would like assistance. Even though my tradition bound sect might, I feel like red reels are kind of above them, but whatever. Oh, no, definitely not. These, these things are mythologically uh, rare. Uh, so we'll skip the mask for now, basically, and you want to use your tap into them? Yeah, I just realized this requires charm. 
No wonder I keep feeling it. Oh, it is plus charm, isn't it? Nice. Hell yeah. Nice. I don't think a help is going to help you. All right. Well, it says on the miss they ask you to do something bad, but it doesn't say they don't give you the item. That is true. Okay, go ahead and mark experience, obviously, with the five. I already did. Excellent. No wonder I hate this skill so much. Uh, I have an additional reason to hate it now. But yeah, part of the reason was because uh, you didn't realize you were rolling charm. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. All right. Pretty hefty minus one. My yeah, my zero is fine in this game. Minus one's pretty brutal. Alrighty. So weirdly enough, five isn't like horribly off, but it's all good, Margo. Uh, we'll say that you you take because it's been primarily Kaiba and Carson speaking with Marissa. So while Kaiba's setting up those little charms, you head out for a moment to call up, you know, basically the subsect within ICS, and you essentially let them know, hey, y'all have something that could bring in that. Uh, we'll say you explain the situation really quick and they let you know that there is indeed an item that can effectively it's it's very volatile. So be incredibly careful using it. But there is indeed an item that can. I want to say like copy the the waves of the individual, like a, a particular individual uh, so that you can not necessarily pretend to be them. But if a spirit or if some sort of malicious force is after them. Uh, you can, for a moment, this is not going to work on repeated uses, trick it. So it's a little dangerous, but they are willing to let you use this. They're going to need something in return, not this very moment, but they're definitely going to need something in return from you, as long as you agree. All right. All right, excellent. Uh, of course, this will take a, uh, <laughs> a hot second to get there. You guys are pretty far from uh, ICS, not super far, but far enough from ICS headquarters uh, that realistically, it might be a little weird to... Uh, Tell Marissa, like, hey, we got something coming in like two, three hours. Uh, so it's totally up to you guys how you want to. Well, I guess more so to Margo. <laughs> how you want to accomplish that? Um, we could use the excuse that we didn't actually come prepared to fumigate and we need to go fetch the, the heavy stuff. Sure. All right, that very much works. You guys are just going to come back later. Yeah. Like, um, normally speaking, how long do I need to uh, hit the books to get my lore library bonus? Like, is that something that I can do within the, like, hours that we're away, basically? Uh, so, effectively, that is whenever you literally go and sit for a, an amount of time, depending on what the thing is. So, you tell me ahead of time, I'm trying to do, I'm trying to accomplish this, and I'll let you know that'll only take, you know, X amount of time of research, or no, this will take you all day researching. So. Okay, now I would like to see if I can find some more information about the red reels and how they might function. Considering we're going to be away from a while. This is indeed a perfect time for that. So do you guys use the term fumigate or do you say you're, you're doing something? Because obviously fum fumigation is, uh, I, I will fumigating say. Fumigating is a bit too hardcore for this. It year. is a bit too hard. Right. And it's not just that. It's, like, um, it's, harsh, rare, it's right. rarely used. For fumigation is like when your house is hosed and there's nowhere yeah. to go from there. So, And also I'm, I'm trying to empty. think of a better word, but I can't find one. <laughs> That's fine. So we don't need the exact term. Um, basically, we're just telling them, like, stay away from this area for now while we're looking at it. But you don't need Preemptive like spraying of the area, yeah, I guess, yeah yeah so, so you basically don't need to leave the house for like a week basically because fumigation's like yeah. they're not living here and yeah like they can they can keep living in as long as they don't like try to lick the tiles or something perfect okay so we'll be using like hazardous chemicals in the general area so stay clear she seems mostly okay with this uh, I will say to go down this route whichever one of you would like please roll me convince probably not Margot definitely not me nor me. All right, Carson, you have been uh, leading this pretty solidly so far. So we're only convinced to basically let her know, hey, we're going to need to do this to your home. Could have uh, been a could have been better. Could have been a 10. Uh, well, realistically, one of y'all can help out. 
True. Somebody help me. <laughs> yeah, can I? I yeah, want a complete success. True. I mean, what's your cool? Good. She's good at it. Good. Then help. Right your wrongs. Right my wrongs. She fails again. I'm just kidding. I mean, not at least don't you jinx won't me be... like that. I'm knocking on wood. It's fine. How about I help Waifu helping you? Ooh! Hey, advance! Oh, too bad you Whoa! Didn't yeah, I, you didn't take I, advance. I did not take that one. Otherwise, you would have been a natural. Yeah, net success as well, right? I well, do. we we decided that it was uh, not as beneficial as other ones, so that's fine. Yeah, well, you also already had the other thingy that gave you plus two on your successful successes. I do wish it, we could turn off advanced success if it doesn't apply for that move, but oh well. Yeah. Not a huge deal, but it would be nice as a setting. <laughs> Maybe it isn't somewhere we haven't found it yet. Still, that makes it an 11, so... Uh, yes, that brings your nine, your mixed success to a full success. So, as you guys are both in tandem explaining why this needs to be done, uh, Margaret, you have obviously a little more information because you're the one that requested the item. Marissa seems very hesitant at first, primarily because she thinks you're telling her you need to leave the house. But you clarify multiple times that is not the case. You can still live here. In fact, it'll only be like a day or so that we need to actually do this. And at first, she thinks that's really going to get in the way of Emmanuel and Jack because, uh, no, it'll be fine. So by the time you guys get back, if you're doing this in the same day, it's going to be later. So everyone should indeed be home. Uh, but she has approved. She's cool with you guys doing it. You guys have your fake paperwork that she's able to sign. And uh, Margo, once you've gotten the thing and Kabi, you've done your research, you all can come back. And this is anything else you want to ask her now. I think we'll have to come back. Yeah, I think any questions are going to need to be on the result of what we're doing next. Perfect. Uh, so we're going to swing over to the next day now. And Kaiba, when you... Uh, swing back to your research facility, basically. You're going to go ahead and roll by looking into your books, and you're going to roll me investigate, and you get a plus one on that, right? Uh, when I investigate a mystery, yeah. Perfect, okay. And you're specifically looking into the like more information on red reels that you can find? I guess, yeah. Like, yeah, go for it. Okay. All right, full success. Oh, you can, nice. You can ask a very elaborate question or two small ones. What you got? Or realistically, anything from the list is perfectly fine. You can always ask those questions if you can't think of a perfect phrasing for something. I like keeping it open. Like, I'm trying to think if there's something we can find out regarding the, the entity or the tape itself. Like, if there is some kind of connection that we can sever, I guess. Okay, interesting. Is this a, are you going for a big one or is this like your big question? Uh, I think the big question. Okay, cool. Uh, effectively, I guess, to elaborate on how this. Yeah, basically I'm, big... I'm trying to find information. I guess curses is the closest analog. Yeah. It, is, is it a curse? Can we lift it somehow? So effectively, I guess, to elaborate a little on how more pointed questions work, if you ask me a question, I answer it. You can continue asking questions that regard that same thing as opposed to a vague question where I'd, I'd answer it, and that's basically what you're getting. I might clarify, but I'll probably stop there. This one, you can basically ask me multiple chain questions that go off this as long as I feel that it still answers the same overall question. So this will definitely take you some time, Kaiba, uh, probably into the night and a little bit into the morning. Of course, you'll get your rest. But looking into the net, the various books and things you have found. A lot of rumors, but you're able to move the chaff off to the side. Some rumors, as we've discussed before, pop up multiple times, and you believe there is some merit within these. You've heard cases and times within the past where someone were to indeed view a blank red reel. And from what you're seeing, their story is very similar to this one. And their story goes as such. They found it. Assuming it was effectively a snuff tape, they were going to show it off 
because uh, they were indeed a collector. But instead, what they were born witness to was a very mm, dilapidated image that they swear was themselves. They watched it once and they saw this scene play out. A singular time, somehow the machine went through the entire tape, even though it makes no logical sense. He double checked it, holding it up to the light. Nothing at all. Every single frame is completely blank. Very confused. Uh, this person assumed because you never actually see your face within the red reel. Uh, if you recall, when Marissa would turn her head, it would basically cut away right before you see your face. Actually, a good portion before you see your face. The most you guys could really recognize is her ponytail. This individual, uh, they decide to report on this basically in a blog. And there's, there's various questions and such. And they said, well, I think this was me, but I'm not 100% sure. But they, upon viewing it, just got a really horrible, horrible vibe during the process. And the scene that they saw wasn't them watching the Red Reel. It was something benign, you know, brushing their teeth, something along those lines. So they decided, upon the requests of various users online, to view it again. After maybe a day or two of trying to figure out, is there a camera? Is someone pranking me? What is this exactly? Why is it on the reel? So they go to view it a second time. To double check, they saw what they saw from the right angle. In fact, they have a web camera set up and everything to make sure the angle is correct. Upon second viewing, they see the same scene. The camera getting closer and closer to this person brushing their teeth before they turn, face not visible, the entire duration. And then it cuts to black. But then the scene continues. Now in a new location. This time, the user is at work. They work in a storage facility where they move boxes and things of that nature. And here, the camera follows them for quite some time. Notably less dilapidated, but still all the same. Water damage, sun damage, etc., etc. This camera follows them to the break room. And upon doing so, something bad happens to this individual. He didn't want to view it again. He lets everyone know in the form. This was not like he, he felt really just sick after, like sick to his stomach. Once again, could not see his face. The blog goes cold for a day or so. He comes back and reports that exact same thing happened. He was working, minding his own business. Nothing day one, working, minding his own business day two. And he goes alone into the break room where he felt a presence with him. This presence caused the refrigerator to fall on top of him in a panic. It did not kill him, of course, uh, but he broke his left hand. And now this individual is indeed worried. Of course, people are goading him on to continue watching the tape, but he doesn't necessarily want to. So he doesn't. A week or two later, more updates. Effectively, the user claims every single time I go to the break room, whether I'm alone or not, something bad happens every single time he feels weirdly drawn to the break room as well he's not really sure why people leave the break room when he enters he happens to enter when he knows someone else was in there they're just not it feels like he's losing his mind he's had a microwave pop on him he's had uh, things fall shelves fall uh, crush cut him uh, things like that this, this goes on for quite some time a few months of course because he gets you know you know workers release he broke his hand after all so he was doing uh, less physical labor and now people are pushing him you need to watch it again this was just going to happen forever you're going to keep whatever this is happening it's going to keep happening you, you have to keep watching so he does 
And instead of explaining what he sees the third time, he refuses to elaborate. He refuses to even think about what he saw. And he just says, for now, I think I'm done with the blog. If anything happens, I'll keep you guys updated. But the last scene made no sense. So I'll just leave it at that. I might watch it again. I'll keep you guys updated. Blog last updated seven months ago. Seven months? Oh, man. Did he? So wait, what was the the last incident or the last scene that he said didn't? The, the third one or the second one? Uh, the one that he said didn't make any sense. The third one, he refused to elaborate, mainly because he thinks someone in the blog was trolling him or someone was trying to hurt him. He feels right. like that he shared it and therefore it came true because one of you assholes, you're messing with me. You know where I live. You know where I work. Of course, they all claim, no, of course not, dude. What the hell? Why would we? We don't care about you that much. Is Did he there... turn up dead? We don't know who the person is. All we know is, is there anything for seven months. Is there anything on the blog that, like, not written by him, but maybe somebody else? You mean, like, some of the comments? Yeah. Like, is there anything in the comments? All you see in the comments, or I guess all Kaiba would say, <laughs> are, and of course, upon him sharing it with you all, just interested folk initially it sort of started off as just a here's my life so there there is definitely time prior to this there's years worth of updates of course he would go blank for a week maybe a month sometimes nothing interesting to say but not seven months no seven months is far too long oh geez especially for this individual and uh, is there like an ip address no i'm trying to think how that works can you track someone's ip address through a blog they were posting on i mean technically if you can get access to their login ID, basically. But you would have to hack the server, I guess. Yeah. Okay. I so, think it'd be, I guess it would be complicated. I, but... I, I was thinking of potentially, if possible, cashing in my, uh, the one with the plan hold to like find him. What's that one do again? The hold for one to one to be where you need to be, prepared and ready. But I think that's more of a combat like thing, I guess. Yes and no. Uh, that that one can do quite a few things. We'll we'll, we'll let it be a little, you know, because you're not really a combat boy. <laughs> we'll stretch yeah. that. We'll stretch the definition just a wee bit. I'm sure that counts for like finding a specific person who might know more. I guess, but I would say the hacking is definitely possible. Looking for him physically, though, I will say I the roles and such. If I can use it to like find out just his name and see if he's still alive. That's plenty, honestly. Okay. I won't have anyone roll for this because it's, it's playing off what we already know. But it would effectively be another investigation. And uh, we'll say with some hacking, what, what this will cost instead is more days of downtime. More days of trying to figure this out because it's, it's going to be time consuming. Uh, so I mean, y'all basically... do this afterwards, yeah. Yeah. So y'all basically let Marissa know we're going to be an extra day late. We're getting equipment, et cetera, et cetera, which gives Margot time to you know, get what she needs. Uh, so we take an extra day, effectively, of downtime, researching into this. And uh, we'll say maybe one of y'all is uh, somewhat skilled at hacking or knows someone who is. Regardless, we're able to eventually work our way into this guy's account, figure out who he is, where he lives, etc., etc. And it is found that the person that was tied to this account about approximately seven months back turned up dead near a highway. An old, effectively unused portion of the highway. It was like a bridge. Uh, they've not recently, long ago, really. They rerouted it, 
so that that old portion of the highway really only leads to like farm roads and such so it's not used anymore not really no it, it kind of is but you know those back roads that people don't really use too frequently unless they ask wait to live there. then how how long was he dead there before someone found him we'll say he was um, dead there about two months he... two months yeah his body was found at the bottom of the bridge they think he jumped but some of the wounds found on his body do not correlate with a fall oh this is okay. far away from where he lives by the way all Those right well yes happened to have the tape that he had in possession i guess probably not because this seems uninvestigated yeah this maybe, one, may, may, maybe, maybe missed something we can ask of them uh yeah in fact we could use more info on him too we could definitely look into that uh, well, at least it answers the question of uh how the entity functions i guess to a degree at least because it's definitely bound to the place and it tries to draw the person in, i guess and it wants you to watch the tape more often oh i will also say within the description uh that was left on his blog the thing that he thought he saw out of the corner of his eye became more descript each time he watched the tape he was able to view more of it each and every time he can never turn fast enough or look fast enough to see all of it only a portion but still more it kind of makes me wonder how the uh, institute is watching the tape without getting hit by it themselves i am assuming it can't target more than one maybe hey, maybe it's just a tape but we need to i don't know watch it backwards or something interesting I'll, idea I'll, I'll try tell ics to hey have you tried that watching it backwards yeah see what happens does it want to play backwards Sure, we'll say it's about it's been a uh, two or so days since you guys last contacted them, since they last contacted you, and you've been with uh, Marissa. So, handler to know, sure, we'll give it a shot. Uh, they're trying to get different people because uh, what's on the tape is a bit harrowing to watch. They try watching it backwards, and it it, it plays. It, it's very confusing to watch, but something he notices, or they report back upon viewing it backwards, is. This tape is technically longer than reported. It was supposed to be, you know, 45 seconds. Now it's like, you know, 60 seconds or 68 seconds for whatever reason. Oh, so it's growing without her even watching it. Or is that is is it 60 seconds backwards? No, uh, they, they viewed it forward this time and it seems to play the exact same information, but it is slightly longer. Every scene is as reported in order, except there is one new one that plays at the end that is slightly different from the others. And? Same overall ordeal. Camera slowly gets closer to her before she can turn around, before she can view it. A scream, and it cuts out. Same location as well. She's not sitting down on the couch this time, but she was somewhere in that area. Oof. This is wild. The red reel isn't, like, possessed, right? The ones that we have that are finished, we do not believe they are possessed. They merely hold information, currently possessed at least. They merely hold the information within them. Were they at what were there traces that they were once upon a time possessed? The non snuff film ones, yes. They believe there is some form of residue left behind, but of course they cannot precisely place it. It is clear though, so they should be safe for viewing. You know, they're horrible to watch, but still safe for viewing. I mean, I could try putting it into this world. I mean, that's what I'm trying to do. Oh, did I use my halt for that question, by the way? Yes, yeah, so that, that one, that one. Um, if there's anything else you need to elaborate on that, I, I very much can. But yeah, if possible, I'm not against using magic to see if I can draw the thing out, get a good look at it, potentially kill it. 
but we definitely need them out of the house for that. Yes, well, I've used up my ties on that item that I'm asking for, so I can't ask for a bug one. Actually, you said that the descriptions of the creature became more descript, right? Yes, the blogger was able to basically get more information the more he watched the tape. He was able to see more like of it. Any, any details that spring out that we can send over to ICS to have them look into it? Like, does it actually look bug-like and stuff like that? Or? It does not. In fact, the more he describes it, the more nightmarish it sounds. And she hasn't described hers quite as much. She didn't really ask her to elaborate. Uh, so unfortunately, nothing to compare it to. But he was able to see more of it. And it seemed... Mm, the details seemed very particular. He didn't really like sharing it for whatever reason. Hmm. Well, I guess we're going to have to try the thing that Waifu got from her organization first. Maybe we can get a better view. Um, I am going to come with some tools, though. If we're trying to lure this thing out into the open, we're probably going to have to fight it. I, I, can I say that I prepare some stuff to potentially cast some magic when it is, if it does appear? Yeah, it entirely depends on what we're trying to do. Uh, I guess what you're trying to accomplish. Basically, I'm trying to trap it, I guess, to get a good look at it. Sure, it, it would take us, you know, we have some downtime. So within that, you're able to prepare uh, what you think is, is something that will help you with this. So unfortunately, we don't have enough information to, of course, pin it down. But we kind of yeah. know how things work. I do have my magic laboratory and my mystical library. So I get some bonuses for that. And of course, I can always use my armory. Actually, within the context of the game, since we changed some rules, does my magic armory still let us do the same thing? Or I can basically roll to have the special weapon we needed to kill the monster on me, potentially? Hmm. We don't know what it is precisely, but I would say if you want to roll that, you're more than welcome to. You'll, of course, do it prior to getting there. Well, I would be rolling it after we find out what it is, yeah. Yeah, so you, you can roll it after you, well, so after you trap it, or... Yeah, so my idea is basically that uh, Waifu is using her magic item thingy to lure it out. And I want to use magic to, I don't know, make it visible or trap it for a bit so we can get a good look at it and maybe identify it. Like if it's a ghost or some kind of curse or a literal monster. We can definitely do that. And then I can roll my armory to potentially get rid of it. But we'll find out. We postpone a few days with Marissa, but now we should have all the things and all the information that we need. Uh, do we call her or do we just swing by again? We can make an appointment, make it official. When's the best time for you? Excellent. As few people available as possible. Uh, upon calling, uh, she does not answer, but Emmanuel does. He definitely seems confused as to what you guys are attempting to do, but he'll let you know that he's definitely going to need to... We'll all be here, effectively. He needs you to run us down exactly what you're doing from start to finish. Now we can do that. But realistically, they're available over the weekend if you guys want to swing by then. Sure. All right. So your group is able to uh, pull up to the house. Oh, uh, ICS, uh, I don't know, type me out a manual, I guess. To like say random shit to get them off our back. Uh, for good logical uh, For um, the family, the dangers. Sure. Because I'm not a bug person. So, of course, we have prepared yeah. what we need to have prepared. Uh, and you all pull up. Emmanuel's vehicle is indeed in the driveway. And you all can see... Uh, Jack kind of effectively playing by himself uh, in the yard. He's kicking a ball off a wall. Hey, Jack, you being a good kid? As you guys get out of the vehicle and I wave his direction, he gives you a thumbs up and a big smile. Great. As you say that, though, you distracted him for a moment. So the ball goes soaring past him into the street and he looks at like, uh... Oops, sorry. 
rolls a kickback. Remember to check both sides before you cross. Yep, he he's uh, in the process of doing this actually, as you're reminding him. Kick it back. But when when you're able to catch it before it actually rolls too far, and he he smiles widely at that and can, continues playing. Uh, you guys I can run up. Wasted that roll, but okay, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good and happy. A failure would have mean you kicked him in the face, but probably he just dies. I break the window, and then you're also even more pissed at us. <laughs> uh, so your group shows up. I assume Carson, you're uh, leading the conversation, or yeah. All right. I mean, he has the face of our group, so yes, hopefully. I'm the the visual for this the looker, group. The, the, the eye candy, the distracting portion. Indeed. Perfect. I, 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 that is exactly what I am, and I'm proud of that. As the door is answered, you see Emmanuel standing in the frame, uh, looking down at you all. He gives you a quick nod, but rather than motioning for you to come into the home, he closes the door behind him. Know, waves for Jack to take that behind the house, please. Don't lose the ball again. And he nods and he opens the fence, heads to the back, and uh, looking at the three of you, Emmanuel gives you all a real quick up and down, up and down. And then he says, So, what precisely is going on in my home? I had uh, ICS, our company, print out a pamphlet for you. He starts reading it, then he flips through it pretty quickly. It. It's basically a bunch of nonsense like, yeah, this is a species that totally exists, <clears throat> quote-unquote, yeah. and it's very invasive and it's, you know, need to get rid of it. He doesn't seem uh, as interested in that, and then he looks to your group, and he looks to Carson and says, what did you tell my wife? What did I tell her? Yes. She's been... What do you mean? ...distraught the past few days. Distraught? Yes. Over a bug? A, a bug? Uh... Well, she said that she had seen some uh, some kind of bug in the living room, and we had said to, you know, be careful and maybe not go in there until we had had a chance to come back and, and do a treatment for your house. Because the bite that she had on the back of her neck looked a little uh, inflamed, perhaps. Um, You're sure that's a bite? I got a good look at it. I don't believe any bug would be able to leave that. Uh, well, between you and I, um, I don't think it's a bug bite, but whatever is in there, um, she's clearly having some kind of reaction to. He's um, not. So we want to, we want to, uh, make sure that there is nothing in the room that could be making it worse. In addition to the bugs that we are investigating or perhaps some kind of byproduct that they are producing. He knows along. And as you're explaining this to him, Carson, go ahead and roll me convince. All right, with a 12, perfect. he does indeed seem to believe what you're saying, and you feel some tension disperse. Whatever anger was bubbling under the surface, if you will, seems to dissipate a bit. As he looks around, he kind of cranes his neck back to look through a window, then looks back at your group and says, well, whatever this bug is, whatever this thing is, I would say no rush, but... Yes, actually, I'm going to need you to rush on this. Uh, whatever it is, is causing Marissa great distress. Um, it is our main goal to be able to remove whatever it is from the house. Uh, I apologize if anything that uh, we spoke about caused her any additional distress. Um, we are trying to make it better. Understood. I'll speak with her again. And I see that your whole crew is here again today. Uh, what precisely are we doing? Giving the rundown. Yeah, I'll give them a fake itinerary. Okay. Uh, he, he nods along at that and he goes, okay, okay. He looks Maybe back at the... in the package that Kaiba had printed out. Yeah, he looks back at that package. There's and... a whole list of, of 
precautions. That's like one of those like 101 easy step step by step guides on what we're going to be doing. Yeah. That's spraying the corners. Yeah. Leaving some the... stuff behind. Do you need them to step yeah. out for the day or? Uh, yeah. Like it's one of those cases of like it's best if you aren't home technically, but you know you can stay as long as you don't stand in the middle of the totally present fake poison gas we're spraying. I guess. Okay. Uh, so he knows what you're doing is going to be effectively non-invasive, non-destructive. So he agrees to all this. He signs the definitely official paperwork. Uh, do you want them in the house or not? No. Okay. Uh, he <laughs> he agrees with that as well. Is that a sneeze? I'm so sorry. Bless you. I forgot again. To turn oh, off the the mic. It's fine. It's in canon. It's in character. Carson, uh, Carson sneezes. Um, and I'm like, yeah, sometimes it can be a little... Sometimes I'm around a lot of chemicals for this job. So sorry. Well, uh, luckily we brought masks for that. He, he laughs at that. Gets everything signed away. And uh, basically, so you guys know that they'll be gone. It's, it's uh, you know, midday leaning towards dinner time. So he says, basically, perfect timing. I'll take the family out for dinner. We'll stay by in the you know, local hotel, and then we'll be back in the morning. Ready? And, and with that, he shouts to Jack in the back. I guess the pamphlet at the very bottom also has like a, a little side note, like, you know, if the infestation does turn out to be terrible and we might need to do, we might need to quarantine the place and properly fumigate it for like a week. But it's a small chance, you know? Yeah. He mostly understands that. Just definitely so that hopes it have, yeah. doesn't come to that. But they're yeah. definitely okay with stepping out for a day. Uh, and as they do, he looks at you for a moment, Kaiba, and then nods, and looks to Margo and kind of gives you a look as if to say, don't break anything, please. Doesn't say it out loud, but you can feel it. I, in his eyes. I will uh, lift my hands in the air and shove them in my pocket. Uh, you can hit, sort of hear him chuckle to himself as he heads on into the home. Uh, he leaves the front door open for you guys. He fetches Marissa, and she looks she looks tired, to say the least. Uh, at first, she doesn't even see you guys as she's heading to the garage area for them to Does head on out. Does it seem like she's not sleeping well? or Definitely not. And as your group heads uh, outward, she doesn't even notice you guys. Uh, you got you head in, his group heads out, Jack puts his ball away, and uh, Emmanuel gives you guys one more wave from the vehicle, so you guys know that, yes, we will indeed be back in the morning. Things are locked up. All three of them are gone, and you can all do as you wish. Well, I guess first, uh, you need to get set up with your magic thing, and then I'll do my part. I guess it depends how much setup there is. Let me know if there's anything I can do. It'll definitely take you some time. We don't know what this thing is. We don't know what it does and does not like. So basically, the payment, if you will, for this act is time. It's going to take a few hours for you to set up to make sure you cover every little thing that needs covering. Uh, Margo, your device, right. while Kai is doing this, fortunately, you need some of Marissa's DNA. You need something from her. You need something that she, she holds close to herself, and you need some of her DNA. Fortunately, you're in her home, all those things you knew you needed, but... Since, I'm sure there's a hairbrush laying around. Yeah, since... She did say she was brushing her hair, so yeah. Right, since you know she's going to be in the house, for a fact, things you need are indeed going to be here. Uh, while they're setting up, it'll take them some time. Uh, Carson, are you doing anything in particular? Um, if anybody can think of anything that I can do to help, that's good. But as you said, or as we all agreed, I'm the visual here. Uh, I don't really know what to do. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You have uh, cronies, right? I, oh, they are not cronies. <gasps> How dare you say that? They are my friends and my found family. Also, they work for me. 
anyway. They're cronies. <laughs> they're not cronies. They're a crew. Completely different crew, beloved cronies. You know. Uh, but anyway, as I was saying, you could have, I don't know, ask them to find some information for you or help out somehow. Yeah, I can do that. If there's any questions or anything you have, like, I'm not sure I could send it to them. Like, maybe they could have spent the time trying to find that red reel that killed the other guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know if that's necessarily their area of expertise. I can try looking. Um, I'll give you information but... depending on uh, what their skills are, which are obviously lower than Kaiba's and lower than what ICS would have access to, but answer's all the same. If you want to roll that real mm -hmm. quick, technically, sure. during all this downtime, you would have been able to easily contact them like with, like, like two days before you even got here because you weren't, you weren't doing any extensive research that was uh, Kaiba. Okay, um, what would that be? Investigate? Yep. All right, mixed success. Uh, what do you want to know precisely? Just about the, just something about the red tape? Yeah, if we can get any, like, hone in on it anymore. Sure. You find, I'll, I'll, I'll make this nice and quick. As they're kind of looking about, once again, way too much information, way too much fake, but with some things associated with that blog, we'll add a little bit of that in there, they found that some of the suggestions within the comments you're finding coincide with other sightings, if you will, of a blank red reel. And one of the things that someone has postulated and someone swears by, like this, this definitely worked, is they say the more you see of the entity, because it's in the first stage at least, impossible to see, they're swearing by the only way to get rid of this thing is to basically reveal it in its full form and then dispatch of it as you see fit. They couldn't find a normal, like, exercising it by, via traditional methods, whatever this person thinks those are, didn't necessarily work. Of course, it is violent. Of course, it is primarily drawn to the original viewer of the tape. We already know this. Uh, but this person is swearing the only way to actually exorcise, remove this thing that is bound to the tape, is to see it in its full glory. Are we going to need movers again? Oh no, I don't no. want mirrors again. That was so hard to deal with. I mean, in the this case, would we known this information before we went to the house? I would say, yeah, technically. In that case, can I say that I, or Margot or anyone, brought the red reel with us so that she can watch it basically as her assumed form of Marissa? As in to like draw it out further, potentially, assuming it works. Okay, we can most definitely. Like, chance for the curse to myself. Yeah. Then and that's your gay plan. I, I guess I'll try to, like, I don't know, super boost that with my magic to trap it as well. <laughs> so we don't have to watch it, like, 15 times. Um, I will be armoring up with knives galore. So this is going to be multiple steps. A lot's going to be going on here. So regarding all that, yeah. Margo, what you need to do first is you have this thing. The item they procured and brought to you, Margo, is a small, about the size of a standard music box, well-worn wooden box it opens and closes just fine it doesn't have any padding but when closed the wood is carved and crafted in such a way that it very very smoothly almost as if there were a felt slides into place there's no click or clack or anything but you know how this works basically the way it works is you slide this thing open and you need to place in various bits of dna so hair some blood would do and something small that she would consider close to herself. You place all that in there. That would probably be jewelry. I don't know. Does she seem like the pretentious type? They're well off. I guarantee she has some nice jewelry that she considers Yeah, but does she special. keep it close? 
Like maybe if it's uh, an heirloom, maybe, yeah. When she was not gardening, you did notice that she does have some rings on, but nothing too ostentatious. Like maybe a picture of her kid? All right, well, details. I'm sure we found something. And of course, you can find some blood in the trash via her cut. And you're able to tear all these things up and toss them into the box. And Margo, lucky you, you know the way this thing works is after it is closed, the uh, runes that are burned and etched into this box will seal it for but a moment. It will uh, cook, if that helps you uh, visualize. So you're going to need to roll me plus weird to make sure this uh, sucker works for you. You need to focus on this individual. You're holding the box. And when it is done and ready, it will produce something that you need to consume. Upon consumption, you will effectively become this person. Maybe not fully visually, but your aura, your essence is basically going to be Marissa. Um, quick question. Yes. Since I'm using a magical item, does that count as using magic? Oh, yeah. Basically, yeah. Using a magical item. All right. Thank God. Make success. Alrighty. So this, this takes a minute to uh, procure and uh, make work the way we need it to. So with a mixed success uh, on magic, obviously uh, items are going to function differently than we need them to. All right. So things should work as long as we need them to with, of course, some side effects. After you sort of squeeze this box and you can feel it warming in your hands, Margot, uh, it almost comes to the point where it burns your skin. But prior to that occurring, you hold your hand away and the lid slides open. Some uh, mist or heat condensation uh, furls out as inside you can see a small uh, little slimy something like a cube or whatnot that has formed within this box. Like Jello or actually slime? It's uh, it's a slimier than Jello, like Jello that's been left out for slightly too long, and it's got a very strong smell to it. I don't know why I asked you to describe that. I will pick it up and pop it in my mouth. All right, as you slide this thing into your mouth, you cannot help but feel there is definitely something solid in there, but it's best just to swallow it and not think about it. All in a day's work. All in a day's work. Unfortunately, it coats the back of your throat just a wee bit, but you begin to feel a tingly feeling running up and down your arms and legs and while you do not change physically margo you suddenly wonder to yourself if it worked at all or if this is just a your body trying to reject what you just put into it (laughs) but after a few moments for some odd reason you feel two very clear sensations one of them you feel very drawn to the living room the other one you feel as if you do not want to go to the living room uh, well, I'm going to the living room because that's what I have to do uh, all in a day's work. Excellent. So you mentioned wanting to watch the Red Reel again. When are we doing this? And how are we doing it? Right now. Sigh. Did you want to watch it? Dur- like, Basically, we want to watch it while she is transformed, so to speak. So it becomes more solid. Right. And in, I can properly in, draw it out. In the living room or somewhere else? Uh, uh, yeah, living room seems best. Okay. okay, can we, can we uh, before this goes off, can we make sure there's no valuables in the living room besides the furniture? Yes, we can say, Mark, uh, we can say that uh, Carson spent some time moving around to take things out and not knock over anything expensive. Uh, very smart. Yeah. As we said, we that would definitely lot. have to because my ritual takes a lot of space. Yes. And Kyrie definitely needs to spend some time setting this up. I'll ask for that role in just a moment. But Margo, uh, upon entering the threshold, if you will, of the living room, you feel your skin begin to crawl. And instantly, upon getting closer to the couch, uh, we can say that 
you saw where his projector was up in his office. So one of you was able to grab that, bring it downstairs. Uh, fortunately, they have a screen that pulls down right in front of the TV. And you're able to set it up somewhere that logically makes sense that can indeed be viewed here. In fact, it sets up quite nicely. Unsurprisingly, they have a very solid setup here. While you're kind of getting things clicked into place, though, Margo, and checking your surroundings, not bothering Kaiba so he can focus on what he's doing, for the brief of, briefest of moments, you feel something breathe very slowly onto the back of your neck. Oh, uh, second time. Uh, we'll spin around and see what's there. Carson, he's moving a vase. Do not do that again. Don't do what? Breathe in the back of my neck. Why would I breathe on the back of your neck? I will shudder and uh, look back at the TV screen. Are we ready? Yeah. Why, why would I breathe on the back of your neck? Think about this critically. I am. Shut up. Let's do it. All right. All right. Turn off the lights and I'll put in earplugs. Bloody Mary or whatever. With everything set up precisely the way we need it to be. Kaiba, now, finally, is your moment, your time to shine. Everything is set up the way you need it to. Candles are burning. Uh, various trinkets and such that you were able to bring with you are precisely where they need to be placed. Our words that were placed priorly are secured. Margo is secured. Do you want to start the tape before he begins to initiate the ritual or ritual first and then start watching the tape? Uh, I want him to get as manifested as possible. So like have her watch it a few times, I guess, until it is until she can describe it with about as much as detail as the uh, the blog, I guess. The guy in a blog. Alrighty. Like, I'm not sure what kind of metric I would base that on, but, you know. But we want it to be physical. As much physical as possible. Indeed. Uh, Kaiba, I would say for you to remain focused on your chanting, whatever you're working on, you very much do not want to view this tape. You need to focus purely on what you're doing and take cues from your party members. I'm basically watching... Uh, I, I have earplugs in. Yeah. I want to say. And I'm watching Carson, who is going to signal me, I guess. Yeah, you need to definitely be as focused as possible. Nothing can throw you off. And as we begin, Margo, you hit play. You take a seat down on the couch, and it's quite nice. And the scenes that were described to you via your handler begin to play out. Very grainy. It looks as if water or other liquids were spilled onto this reel. Fire and smoke must have gotten to it at some point because it's very unclear as to what the hell you're really looking at. You only know because you've been told multiple times and the size of this man's projector is quite impressive. It's almost sickening to watch, though, with how much the image is shaking. You see it grow closer and closer to Marissa. She turns. There's a scream. And the scene resets from a new angle. And again and again. Two scenes play out, three, four, five. They told you before that the reel was 68 seconds. Well, it's grown slightly longer now. And while it's playing out, Margo, that breathing on the back of your neck is more present now. It's more noticeable. You almost feel a scratching sensation, a scraping. You don't think the skin's been penetrated, but you feel as if it's getting close, like it's marking itself. There's nails running over the thin hairs on your skin instead of repeating uh was there any pattern the length not any repeatable pattern that we're aware of like were they all um about five minutes long basically uh, no so it seems that, that i guess to rewind slightly the guy that described his first one that's the only played out like twice and then he instantly watched it again so upon looking at all this 
it keeps playing out. You don't know if each of these scenes coincides with a singular day in which Marissa was away from the tape, but it's damn close to it. Does her outfit change? Yes, ever so slightly. Very difficult to tell, but there are subtle differences. Mm. And as the tape continues to play, as mentioned before, a new one sprawls out before you. Same angle, different angle, same setup, though. The room around you grows colder. For you, Margo, everything is enhanced. You feel this insane calling in the back of your mind that you need to leave now. You need to cease watching this tape. But at the same time, another part of you, difficult to distinguish from the first, continues and says, no, you, you need to keep watching. This is the key to your salvation. This is the only way to escape this hell is to watch the tape again. You have to do it. And as you are watching the tape, Margot, an entirely new scene plays out before you. The pressure in the room increases substantially to the point where both Carson and Kaiba can feel it. Uh, Kaiba, I will now ask you to roll me. That's weird. Ugh, using the magic. Wow. Oh boy, that's a four. Hey, so uh, I have these things called lucky. You want to use luck there? <laughs> Might be a, a useful one for luck, yeah. What happens when you use luck? Well, you know that piece of backstory I had with the cult? Oh, you discovered something now it was related to, Jesus, uh, something you were involved with years ago. Okay, cool. I mean, that might have already been the case, but now it's official, I guess. Alrighty, so we are indeed using one luck here? Yeah, which makes it a succeed, right? Full 12, I believe, yep. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, I don't have successes, so, or critical successes. Correct. Alright, so go ahead and mark that as used one. And initially, Kaiba, you don't feel as if you made a mistake, but you do feel as if something here does not want you here at all. Fortunately, you're able to push this in the back of your mind. You have prepared sufficiently. It will not throw you off your game. Margo, paying close attention to the tape, as this new scene plays out before you, you are not watching the scene. You see this, almost as if you're the one recording it. The room around you fades into nothingness, Margo. And you move forward as you open the door to your basement. You begin to walk down. It's a little shaky, but you've been here multiple times. You take step after step after step. Of course, you're down here to acquire your various gardening tools and such. You've been down here a million times. And as you begin to move about, you hear something stir just above you, and you check. As you look up, it's, oh, it's probably just, probably just Jack. He's running around the house again. Really need to remind him to not play ball in the home. As you begin to turn, uh, you have what you need, and you go to ascend the stairs. The stairs that you've ascended hundreds of times. One, two, three, four, five steps. You go to take another, and suddenly out of nowhere, that presence that pressure that was surrounding you it's here all at once and it's horribly intense it rakes at the back of your mind and as it does your foot sinks past the step the wood shattering as your entire leg almost up to the halfway point of your thigh just sinks down past this way and you can feel the wood cut into your thigh and scrape up along. You know if you pull up, you're caught like a fish or a small animal in a trap. It'll only cut in deeper and deeper. All the splinters piercing your flesh and not letting you go. 
you go to scream for help, but you feel as if that entity that's been haunting you has been creeping along your side. It's here with you now, and it's holding you almost in an embrace, and it ensures that you will not be moving from this point. You're going to suffer. You're going to be here a while. It's going to hurt. And you want to scream, but you can't. In fact, you've been screaming for the past five, ten seconds. But you notice this thing's arm has been wedged down your throat up to its elbow, if it even has one. And this cold, sticky substance fills you. It's horrifying. And all at once, you're brought back into the living room. Carson, were you watching the red reel that Margo was gazing upon? Uh, yeah. All right. Because I'm a, uh, it's around and find out kind of guy. <laughs> uh, for Carson, go ahead and roll stress to keep it together. You can roll plus cool. Margo, you'll roll the same thing, but plus weird. If you want to use your plus one forward, you very much can. That felt dangerous. <laughs> uh, yes, I would. Excellent. All right. You're going to get a singular wedge added. Where would you like to slap that bad boy on? Uh, that's agitated because this monster just pissed me off. I am not surprised. You don't do that to a fellow female. A female? One of the familians? Actually, anyone in general. That's kind of awful. Yeah, it's pretty not great. At Margo, suddenly you're back here. The scene I described to you played out exactly as is. Carson, the scene that played out for you, you saw this from a different angle, as if something was waiting for Margo, which was actually Marissa within this basement. You almost saw it from the perspective of this entity, this thing. And as the scene continues to play out, uh, you're all focusing on this reel. As the scene finishes, it's just light at this point. Blank. The reels and slides still dirty. But notably, for you, Carson, at least, because you're watching from the outside, it seemed a little clearer. Ever so slightly, you could see more detail. Definitely notably, as opposed to that first set of images now. And as you're all kind of focusing on this, waiting to see what it means, I guess Carson, Margo, you hear a wet slopping sound come from the corner of the room. Well, my attention immediately goes there and I will start grabbing some knives. As you go to grab for some knives, Margo, Marissa, you notice there's something lying on the floor. It looks humanoid in shape. It's lying on its back. Its head and neck are cricked and cracked backwards at an entirely unnatural angle. Its limbs, arms, legs are twisted in all various directions. If, if upon first glance, it's hard to tell, all the lights are off in the room, of course, so that we can view this tape. But it looks like it was just plopped down. There's this black ichor or some sort of liquid that's running down the wall. And you can see it was seeping from the ceiling. And it's just there on the floor, unmoving. You can hear something bubble up. Uh, turn the lights on, please. Turn them on. Carson, you turn to go to flick the lights on. Uh, but as you do, you reach out for where they should be. And the wall's flat. There's nothing there. Excuse me? Mara, you see this thing clearer now. It is very obvious to you that whatever this thing is, it's dead. It's long dead. It looks as if it was a corpse that has spent far too much time in the water. Was there water on that bridge that kid jumped off of? Yes. Oh my god. Are red oh reels, boy. like, 
passive-forward kind of things. Self-propagating reels. Nice. Not to your knowledge, no. Upon looking at this thing, Margo, you're grabbing for your knives. What are you thinking? Um, I'm thinking Margo's first and primary thought is to screech, show yourself. As you scream this out, Kaiba, you're focusing on the spell. You know it worked. It slipped for only a moment, but it most definitely worked. You feel as if this thing is here with you, and you cannot slip. You can't slide. You have to remain focused. Otherwise, someone here is going to get very, very hurt. And you feel this pressure, this presence rise. You know it's here with you now. And Margaret, you scream to show yourself. You receive nothing in return. From your seat, off to your right, just past one of the lazy boys, you see this dead thing seeping into the carpet. A black bubbling ooze pouring from one of its sockets. I don't really know if I want to touch it. As your voice hangs in the air, the stench begins to reach you. Unmistakably, the smell of something dead. So the tape has been telling me to go to the, the living room, right? Does it tell me anything new now? Like to the basement, perhaps? That feeling is fleeting. But as you think, you're torn. Part of it says yes. Stay here. But a smaller part, a smaller part that grows and bubbles up, is whispering to you that, yeah, descend the stairs, go down there. You need to. You know you want to. You get the feeling that, at first intent, the first voice is held in place due to Kaiba. Whatever he did is holding this presence here where we are now. So I want to stay here then. I think I'm holding back the bad stuff, so you should listen, I guess. So you should go down or down. The loudest voice says stay here. The smaller voice says go down. And the louder voice is the one that I'm holding back, right? Correct. Carson, what are you doing? Margaret just shouted. You do see this thing in the corner. I smell it. Oh, yeah. You can definitely see it. What does it look like exactly? Uh, essentially the thing I described before. It's, it, it's a corpse that's all just tangled up and broken to pieces. Very is clearly. Oh, 100%. It's 900. <laughs> yes, it's a dead corpse. It me. The, it's the corpse, corpse dead. Mm-hmm. Is the corpse dead? That's literally a man's a corpse. Yes. Um, uh, if anything, I mean, in our line of work, you never know. True. With the slime you see running up the wall, it looks as if something, like basically, no clipped into our reality from somewhere else, and that something being a body that's been in the water for far, far too long. Uh, so, did you say that we are no longer in the room? Basically, like the wall is gone, or the the light switches are gone, or is it more of a this is a fake pseudo realm. The room still looks the same, but yes, the switches seem to be gone. Upon looking around, Carson, you don't see any. That's so it's like weird. A, a low poly copy of the house. In a way. Do I have enough freedom in movement that I can at least say, like, I'm keeping it in place, go find it? Yes. Okay. Go find it as in go downstairs? Either that or, I don't know, find it. Kaiba doesn't know. He only knows that he's currently keeping the thing in check, like it can't move. It can't go anywhere. Just don't. But he also has his eyes closed, so he can't see anything. So then I should listen to the stay here voice. All right, I will approach the body. As you begin to approach the body, Margot, you hear something begin to bubble. And even though we reside in darkness, the light from the projector is still, well, projecting on the wall. The tape has run out. And you can just hear it slapping against the projector, just tick, 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 as it begs for more tape. As you move closer to this thing, that bubbling sound gets a bit louder, and you swear you see as the light splashes upon it. 
its very dead head juts and moves slightly. And you can hear pressure building up, more bubbling as you get closer. Uh, I mean, do I feel like it's trying to resist more or does it not, not change for me? Not necessarily. It's okay. doesn't like whatever you're doing, definitely, but it hasn't uh, increased. Can I try to stab the body? You brandish your blade. You move in to stab the body. As you take a step forward, your boot squishes into the carpet. And the second it does, this corpse coughs up an unnatural amount of just gunk and viscera that's been swirling around its gut for far too long. This corpse, Margot, is now moving. And one of its arms clicks and flips backward as it begins to right itself and slowly move towards you. Margot specifically, please roll me stress with cool. That's some cool stress. Excellent. Uh, because this I'm is something a bad day, I see. It's all good. Go ahead and mark experience with the six, because this is uh, particularly something Margo's not a huge fan of. Uh, you add two pips somewhere, and I'll add that extra pip. Oh for it. shit! You're right. Yeah, not great. So Margo, oh, man, you add two pips somewhere, and I will add one pip somewhere else. Um, I think this would count as stress. Are you sure you don't want to get out of here? Uh, yeah. I'll go ahead and throw that third one into stress as well. Yeah. I mean, I also don't want to see the, see you destroy this guy's house and get pissed off even more, so yes. Exactly, yeah. That and it's walking dead. I'm pretty sure that's stress, not agitation. Upon seeing this thing, Margo, uh, we got a six. How do we feel? What are we doing? Uh, well, I'm going to go ham and start attacking. All right, you're just going to move in and go to strike it? Uh, yeah, and I will screech, What the F are you? Mm. Closest eyes swings heavy blade. No, I have my small ones today. Oh, okay. All right, with small knives, go ahead and roll me to kick some ass. Nice. Something you're good at. Excellent. Um, is there any way I can help? You can help. Oh, most definitely, yeah. My knives are going to be one harm, right? Because my silver knife is one harm. Yep. Can I distract it? Very much so. Are you, like, throwing something at it, yelling? What are you doing? I'm throwing something at it. All right, cool. Uh, <laughs> we'll decide what you throw in a moment, but go ahead and roll me to help out. Excellent. Nice. All right. Another full success. That indeed brings you to a, a 12. And you do have... Which an, means I get advanced. Advanced success uh-huh. for You have advanced on kick-ass, so you can choose one of those yeah. four effects. Right, well, double the normal harm isn't really going to help me. I mean, double... Eh, it's two harm, I guess, yeah. Yeah, it would be better if I had my big sword, but we're inside a house for kind of loud. Well, what does it mean uh, your attack drives the enemy away in a route? If the enemy were moving and trying to accomplish something, one of the, the plus 10 results is you can force them where you want them. So if an enemy were charging at you or trying to get an item, you can move it away. Or in a route, you can basically tell it to piss off or you can legit move it far enough that it's not a problem specifically for Kaiba. Could you say that as part of that route and you pin it down so that I no longer have to focus on the magic? I don't think even if I pinned it down, you'd be able to help because I think it's probably weaker just because you have the thing active. Probably. I mean, yes. it can't move. That's yeah. definitely something. So it, it's more than just the physical representation that's being held down. It's this presence. I'm going to do the first. Okay. You hold the advantage and everyone gets plus one forward. Yeah. Alrighty, so yourself included, Margo. Everyone gets a plus one, basically, to the next roll of your choosing. Uh, as you move in, and we're only doing one harm, but that's fine. It doesn't really seem resistant uh, to you in any way, shape, or form. 
You are going to take harm as it strikes back out at you, though, Margo. And what it's going to do is, yeah, knives, somewhat problematic, but you can get in there pretty easy. You're not sure this weak thing, this thing's weak point is, but you move in all the same. So this thing charges forward towards you, Margo, and you get the feeling that it wanted you to engage with it in this way as it legitimately leaps out towards you, wraps its arms around you, and you can feel this sickly cold slime of its body begin to engulf you. It's its flesh, its melted self just begins to slink itself around your flesh as you're stabbing into its back and stabbing it, stabbing it, stabbing it. And it just pulls closer and closer to you as it's slapped basically up against your chest. And you know you can you can strike it. You can definitely get it. But it's now on you. So you'll take two harm with your armor, reducing it by one. That means you only retake one harm. Uh, this isn't going to work very well if we just exchange one harm. Now that it's on top of you, Margo, you can hear it gurgling and burping. And from its mouth, more of that gunk begins to flow forth along with a string of bones. More bones than this thing should probably have with meat desperately, desperately dangling and hanging on. And you can see all the gunk is like connecting everything together. Nothing breaks apart. It doesn't spill out as if poured forth from a bucket, more so as if it's somehow connected via this viscous fluid. And as you see this arm vomit over Margot's shoulder and kind of slap onto the ground, it is effectively like a four-segmented arm, Carson, that you can see now behind Margot that is currently limp, but twitching, uh, ready to move at any moment. What do you do? It's about to do what to Margo? You're not, you're not sure, but it doesn't seem great. It's currently hugging her, the whole thing. Oh, God. I'm going to... Can I try hitting it? Very much so, yeah. What are you getting it with? What's in the room? Plenty of things that are pretty expensive that you could definitely break. I'll say the thing you threw was one of the vases, and I'll add, mm-hmm. one, ex- I'll add one extra harm onto the damage that it took since you helped out fully successfully. Okay, is there anything I can pick up that's a little heavier than that? Can I roll my armory and say that whatever I have prepared, assuming I succeed or fail, is in the room for them to use? Yes. Uh, Okay, that's good. Excellent. Ten. Apparently, whatever we need to kill this guy, I have it. All right. So what do we need? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I made an assumption. What is that assumption, Jim? Like, I was going from the perspective that it was some kind of, I don't know, curse, I guess. It's also very viscous. Could we, like... <laughs> I brought a mop. <laughs> a mop? Well, I was thinking something to maybe uh, harden it, make it difficult to slosh and move. Maybe. Yes, so like we'll say... Powder, I don't know. Yeah, we'll say, Carson, basically there's something... Uh, you have plenty of it, so you're, you're able to use it multiple times. This will only uh, help you and Margot. It's essentially a powder. We know a lot of ectoplasmic beings can come indeed in the form of a liquid. And this can basically, if applied properly, freeze them at a rapid pace, allowing us to essentially deal more damage to them. So if you wish, you have plenty of this uh, in your pocket in a very, very, very safely store. This stuff is incredibly dangerous. I'll use that then. Alrighty. I would actually say roll, not kick some ass, roll act under pressure, because you're going to essentially help Margo. You're going to keep attacking it, I assume? Yeah. Oh, you bet your ass. Okay, so then roll act under pressure instead, basically to assist with Margo, but you need to get close enough to apply it to not, you know, get smacked. Nice! All right, with another 10, Ooh. 
you move in, Carson, with the stuff, you're able to uncap the device that you have, and very carefully you apply it as quickly as you can to the areas it has exposed, but doesn't have Margot exposed. And both of you can hear it very rapidly freezing and cracking. And as it does, the creature attempts to howl out, but more bubbling fluid splashes outward, getting on your shoulder, Carson. Not burning you, but smells absolutely awful and it lets off this just horrendously wet vomitous sound as more of itself just just regurgitates from deep within so much of this liquid pours out of its mouth and slops onto the floor sinking into the carpet you're not sure entirely where it's coming from as its body could not support this much mass and margo you see it freezing up what do you do um can i take a skill out of my brother's playbook and just start stopping it and it's all all it's uh systematically stopping it in its vital points. Of course. Roll the kick's mass again. You have this plus one if you want it. Remember, you cannot apply it after the roll. It's before. Sure. I mean, if you crit again. Indeed. You Feedback loop. Wow, I needed that at plus one. Yes, you Definitely did. did. Alrighty. With a mixed success, we'll deal harm to each other. Since it has you currently grappled, Margo, but fortunately you have it kind of counter grappled this weird frozen roundabout way. It holds on to you further. You can feel the ribs moving up along yours like a hollowed out centipede or something moving up along your body and it grips onto you further. You can feel, fortunately, your armor is preventing this to a degree. Something spiny is bursting forth from these bones that's attempting to dig into your flesh. You can feel it raking up along your arms as if it's producing small spines that stick into your skin and slowly rake upward, exposing you further to this disgusting liquid. Fortunately, you're able to stab, 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 and just absolutely get at these frozen bits. Uh, the knife does one, but we'll have it do an additional two, uh, which will do three harm to it. Margo, as this thing rakes into you, that'll be three harm minus one from your armor, so you'll be taking a dose. Not unstable, but clearly this thing is focused on you, Margo. And as it's worming its way up your body, holding you tighter and tighter, you can see Carson very clearly from where it currently stands. The frozen bits are flaking off and breaking away, no longer able to be exploited. This thing, Margo, you get a very, very deep, horrible feeling that it's focused next on pouring down your throat it's moving towards your head and you know deep down it's trying to do the exact same thing you saw hmm. well instant reaction to be to try and shove it off but i don't know if that would work with the fluid with the mind of its own yeah if you succeed you might be able to now you're tempting fate just eat some of the powder won't be able to go into your mouth then is the powder poisonous <laughs> probably yes yeah it'll kill you <laughs> we'll still die just all by the monster yeah you, you know our insides are nice and uh wet and smooth freeze all that yeah yeah um what is the powder being carried in like a thermos basically <laughs> do we have several thermoses worth or just a couple or one or we two? have plenty Carson has because plenty. i rolled a 10 yep yeah oh um can someone toss me one and i will dump it on the fluid that's probably what on my chest yes to to slow it down can i throw it over so are you trying to get it off you margo or freeze this for someone else to get it off you is is it very very intent on me the next thing it does is going to be that yes 
I mean, do remember you ate the weird jelly that turned you into Marissa, so... Yes, you are Marissa now. It does not care for Carson, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think I want to freeze it, because I'm good. I think I'm going to need extra help getting it off. Sure. Uh, Carson, I, I want to have you roll to toss it. We have plenty of these. And Margo's in a relatively solid position, but I will have you, Margo, roll to act under pressure to not get this shit on your skin as you're attempting to freeze the parts around you. There's no way in hell I'm not going to get some on me. If you're very careful. <laughs> Bullshit. If you hey. roll a 20. You roll a 10. Uh, Full success. 12. Make success. Why not? Excellent. It's a few more burns. What's the big deal? So I will say this, Margo, as you catch midair, Carson has tossed you another one of the canisters. You know, there's plenty enough in here to freeze the area that you need to have frozen. The light, though, bounces off this thing's slimy carapace once, and you can see that arm that vomited out. It just continues vomiting, and you can just hear it splashing to the floor, attempting maybe to hide what it was, what its goal was. And you see this long, bony arm covered in ripped flesh snaking along the floor, slowly moving towards Kaiba. You know if you don't stop this thing, it is within feet of him, Margo. Your choice now is to either save yourself or stop this thing from reaching Kaiba. I hate you so much. It's hmm. fine, I'm still at full health. Kaiba. Just jam the flask up its face, freeze it from the inside out. No, I'll splash the powder on the arm. Alright, you shoot this powder onto the arm in a very quick snap decision. And it freezes around its wrist something. Difficult to tell. It's a long-ass wrist. It just goes and goes and goes. Uh, and as it does, it can, can, continues attempting to vomit up this substance. But it freezes rapidly as it cuts backward closer to its face. And also burning down the arm that is slinking along the carpet. That is now probably permanently ruined. You see this, though, Margo. As the ice continues forward, the hand that was creeping along the floor ceases while the ice does not fir firmly reach it, you know somewhere in between as you kind of twist your body, you feel the arm snap free of the rest of its appendage. And you know, <laughs> for now at least, Kaiba is indeed safe. Uh, as you laugh to yourself, you feel the tip of a finger enter your mouth as it pulls on your cheek, and you can taste whatever's covering this thing, and it is indescribably rancid. All right, now I gotta try and get it off myself. Honestly, just, just roll out kind of pressure for trying to get it off you. Carson could also roll protect someone, I guess. Yeah, I could try that. I don't... how? Uh, well, Carson, do you want to help rip this thing off Margo? Yeah. Or help in this case. As roll you me know. help out, yeah. Do I don't it. want y'all to die. Remember, if you want that plus one, you have it. Nice. Excellent, you didn't need the plus one. Alright, your 12 brings Margo's act under pressure to a 10, which is a full success. The two of you, or I guess one of you, charges at Margot, grabbing onto the outer part of its ribs uh, that you very quickly notice go on for far too long. And you just pull away, Margot. You get the, the, the finger out of your mouth and you feel it try to snap back against your cheek and you rip it off and you feel some of the bones uh, crack almost as if they're hollow. And both of you together, as you wrench at this thing, you're able to just slide it off of Margo and just trails of slime and decay stick from it to you, Margo. But all of you are able to throw it onto the floor. It smashes into that love seat and you can see it quick as a cockroach whip around the back side of it. And you can hear the bones chattering and it's continuing to make that bubbling hold, sound. Hold, hold up, as in it got away? 
didn't get away. It's just right behind one of the couches. Um, well, I'll take some more canisters of that stuff. Okay. <laughs> Leap over the couch and just dump them everywhere. All right, go for it. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm asking for the same roll over and over, but you know what? Do it again. Let's not ruin your couch. You gotta piss the guy off. Oh, we're gonna buy a new one. True. I mean, we aren't even sure if this is technically the room anyway, so. Um, that is a good point, but I am prepared to drop my wallet on fixing this house. Yeah. Alrighty. And I'm sure ICS is like a disposal unit. <laughs> they, they have to have an emergency fund. They have to. Very much yeah, so, I mean, for cleanup. Yeah, I mean, there's literally a corpse in the house right now, so. With this action, Margo, you're able to fling yourself over the love seat, and you see it looking up, ready to pounce at you, but fortunately, you were ready first as you pour two full canisters straight down onto this thing's face, and all the vomitous ick that is burbling up from its throat freezes in place as you see the bubbles snap and pop as it freezes over. Its entire body from top to bottom becomes absolutely horrid sculpture of snow and ice, and for this moment, it is frozen in place, unable to move in its entirety. Kaiba still standing there, sweating in a corner, looking like he's holding an eel, <laughs> an invisible eel. <laughs> Hurry up. An invisible eel. <laughs> this is intense. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, did stabbing seem to have anything, any effect on it? Uh, yes. So if whatever you do does not harm it, I will let you know. Everything you've done so far has very much harmed it. Then I and guess the I'll stab some more. The powder is helping, right, with that? 100%. It added extra damage to the roll. Nice. Uh, so far, I, I guess, mathematically, it has sustained five harm. Uh, as you move down to strike at it, Margo, I will not have you roll. Kick some ass. You're just going to finish it off, basically? Uh, yeah. All right. It, as it is uh, completely frozen, it cannot do anything back to you. So you will establish harm as one does. I said before that your knives do one plus two from it being frozen. It's going to take a total of eight as you crash down onto it and it explodes as your knife enters it from every pinpoint direction that you see fit margo you systematically take this thing apart frozen deep down to its core it is unable to resist you in any way shape or form and in this moment you feel as if you have indeed dispatched it kaiba while you feel that the immediate presence is gone there's still some scratching presence at the back of your mind that refuses to leave, but you feel as if the thing that you intended to hold here in this place is indeed held in this place. Margo, instantly upon shattering this thing, that voice that's been telling you to stay here is gone. But that smaller voice that's been asking you, begging you really, to come to the basement, it is there, but you do not feel compelled to physically go. You feel as if it's a mere whisper that only chirps up once in a blue moon. Maybe more in the future, but for now it has indeed subsided. The reel continues to clack, playing empty frames for you all. Light continuing to flash. Um, the second voice that wants me to go to the basement, is it exactly the similar in feeling to this creature, or might it be actually something completely separate? It feels exactly the same, but almost as if your mind were split into multiple fragments. And you're hearing all these voices at the same time, as if to say, Margo, turn left. But at the same time, a quieter voice whispered under that one saying, no, turn right. The exact same voice, though. And all is still in the room. I mean, in that case, I probably want to go down to the basement to make sure we kill that, too. Am I still effectively Oof. holding on to something or is it like 
fleeting something I can't really hold on to. The immediate presence, Kaiba, is gone. The fleeting presence you feel as if cannot be contained in the way that you wish to contain it. But the local one, okay. you feel as if you no longer need to do what you're doing. You're free. So it basically, it feels like the, the entity that was tied to um, Marissa is gone, but the source of it is not, I guess. No, it feels, well, here. Uh, Margo, you go downstairs into the yeah. basement? Yeah. As you begin to move around, you instinctively reach out to turn some lights on, uh, which Carson attempted earlier, realizing there was no switch there. And Margo, you instantly slap the light on. There is indeed a switch. The basement's relatively close by. You uh, knock it open, and maybe having bad experiences with basements in the past, this one's quite nice, actually. It's realistically uh, undergone renovations to the point where someone could probably live down here if they wanted to. It's effectively oh, a second garage for them. I have plenty of canisters in my hand, by the way. Open and ready to spill. Of course. Looking down here, that same awful presence seems to be entirely missing. The voice that's calling to you doesn't seem to be stronger from down here either, and it only called once. It's not persistent, but in a way, Marissa, you still feel tied to this thing, but you feel as if it's sleeping now. It's tired, but it will call you later. So I can't locate the source. Not precisely, no. You feel as if the source source is coming from the real. You still feel the need to watch it for whatever reason. It might just be the baseline effect of the real, honestly. I mean, I'm I'm one. <laughs> I'm tempted to smash the reel, but if we do that, then the reel's gone. And also, your boss will be very pissed. No, if I have to destroy something to save a life or stop a creature, they'll make do. Yeah, yeah. but I don't think that's the case in this case because it isn't uh, forcing you to watch. All right, so if I have the sense to watch again, I will go upstairs and. Set it to play again. I mean, do the I, fight I, over again. I want this thing dead. After this, sure? after this ordeal, Margot, you feel sick. After everything has calmed down and your adrenaline wears off, you're not sure if it's that thing was able to deposit anything into your body or if the thing you consumed earlier is wearing off. But this watch me, watch me feeling every step you take fades further and further until it almost entirely vanishes. All right, well, then I guess we're done. With the lights on, it looks as if about half the damage you all saw was indeed caused. The carpets are indeed uh, ruined. There is a stain running down the wall and uh, the love seat knocked over and a vase smashed in the corner as well. But pretty bad. But, you know, <laughs> in terms of walls being knocked down and ceilings being destroyed, could have been worse. Well, I'll call the ICS emergency light and have them replace everything that's broken. As well as get, I assume the corpse is still there, right? Or is the corpse gone? Gone. Huh. Ice and everything, gone. Well? Well, have them fix up the place as good as possible then. Before they return, preferably. I mean, yeah, obviously. As we did this at a... I, I assume we still have like at least half a day for that, so... Yes, we did this at a relatively solid time. Uh, well, it did take us some hours to set everything up. We can have them uh, overnight, fix everything up. We'll give an emergency call to Emmanuel saying y'all need to be out for one more day. We're double checking everything's clean. We don't want Jack to get sick or anyone. We want everything wiped away. We want to double, 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 triple check sure that nothing remains. Everything is fine. And uh, while hesitant again, ICS will make this call for you guys. But your handler will contact 
because obviously you guys just underwent something that was relatively stressful, they will contact your group and effectively let you know prior to them saying, we need one more day, Emmanuel already seemed a little frustrated and slightly off-put in general. In what way? They couldn't place it, but he would like, to he would like you guys to call him the second you can. Oh boy, did he also look at the tape? Uh, we'll leave that phone call to you, Carson. Or maybe something happened to Mar to Marissa. Maybe uh, we'll see. Sure, sure can. Right, Do the get, talking. You give him a call. Yeah. All right. It is indeed late. We've uh, spent some time. ICS has swung by. They're beginning to clean things up. You guys can realistically head back whenever you'd like. But you ring up Emmanuel, and uh, you hear him on the other line say, "Hello." Who is this? Yeah, this is Carson with ICS. Ah, yes, I've been meaning to contact you. Uh, apologies, I uh, could not contact you directly. Your management inquired as to uh, our state and well, letting us know that we need to stay out an additional day. Things got messy, apparently, yes? That is correct. There was definitely a bit more of a problem present than we thought there was. Um, Indeed, I know, actually meant... I guess to contact you regarding that, if you have a moment, of course. Yes. Wonderful. Do you, do you want to talk about it now? Uh, yes, the sooner the better. Right. That's, well, I'm free if you want to discuss it. Excellent. I ask you to keep an open mind with my incoming question, but are the three of you being honest with me outright? Are you making this in front of me? The phone call? Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, I might have stepped away. So he's asking me if I'm telling him the truth. Yes. If it were me, I'd be honest now. I... Especially yeah, realizing that the leaning. problem's not gone. Yeah, I, I'm thinking about it. I'm gonna say... Just pull rank. Sorry, we aren't allowed to talk about that. Are we having... Look, I'm kind of feeling like maybe we should tell him. Honestly, yeah. whatever Carson oh, feels. Doesn't. Carson... Like, actually, for that matter, like... ICS obviously doesn't want us to, like, literally tell people that monsters exist. No, right. but if it's a recurring problem, we can always go back to try and fix it again. It's true. Yeah. Unless it is necessary, which might be in this case, so, yeah. I'm gonna ask him, do you have suspicions of some kind? He answers very quickly. Yes, I do, in fact. Marissa has never acted like this, and suddenly, for some... <sighs> unexplainable reason she has asked me where that red tape was that I sold to one of your compatriots she needs to view it again for some reason I don't think that she should view it I mean does she still feel like she should see it yes very much so in fact she is insistent I've asked multiple times why she won't give me a straight answer I am oh, telling okay, you right yeah. now she should not watch that tape why is that because the boogeyman is real. I'm not going to say that. Are you familiar with the concept of memetics? Of what? Of what? Memetics. Basically images that make you compulsory to do certain things. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I guess we could say that. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it basically works like that. It's not technically a lie. It's not technically a lie, but it's sort of the truth. And maybe enough of the truth that he'll believe it. Indeed. I, I have. For some odd reason, she's requesting to view the tape and she needs to get back home 
now. There's something in the basement she needs to view. I... This is unlike her. I don't believe there's anything bug-related. It honestly makes no sense. But it's concerning. Um, we... Everything that we are doing here is to keep the people in your home safe. As he's mulling this over, go ahead and roll me convince again. You can use that plus one if you'd like. Yeah. Excellent. <sighs> he very much seems on edge this entire time. You're able to talk him down enough where he does indeed calm down and he agrees that they won't immediately come home. He'll do his best to calm Marissa and ensure she doesn't just take the vehicle and fly back up home in the middle of you guys fixing things. In fact, I don't want to see my house in disrepair. I expect everything to be precisely the way we left it. No stains, nothing scratched again, please, and thank you. Yeah, I mean, we're doing everything in our power to keep your home uh, as intact as it was. Perfect. Well, whatever you're doing, of course, we can only be so patient. So you'll have one more day to accomplish whatever it is you're doing. And on Monday, we shall indeed be back. Yes? Yep. Most excellent. If you need anything from us, please do not hesitate to call. And with that, he hangs up. So the feeling leaving Marco was probably the uh, special magical thing ending the effect. Yeah. So with all these new questions, unsure precisely uh, where to go next, of course, we have a couple options and such. Uh, the three of you can mull that over as we uh, basically think, what is our next plan of action? And we can decide all that next time.